Hello, everybody. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Rick Sullivan. I'm the associate chaplain for the Methodist community. Um, so tonight, we're going to talk about armor. Sort of. You'll see where this goes in a minute. First, I want to read our scripture lesson, which comes from Paul's letter to the church at Ephesus. It's towards the end of the letter. And to give you a little context, it's in sort of Paul's practical advice to the community about how to live as a community. So here now, the word of God. Put on the whole armor of God, so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For our struggle is not against enemies of blood and flesh, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, so that you may be able to withstand on that evil day, and having done everything, to stand firm. Stand therefore and fasten the belt of truth around your waist, and put on the breastplate of righteousness. As shoes for your feet, put on whatever will make you ready to proclaim the gospel of peace. With all of these, take the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times, in every prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert and always persevere in supplication for all the saints. The word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. So I want to start off with an excerpt from this book. It's called Becoming. If you haven't read it, I highly encourage it. It's got great poems and reflections and prayers and a whole variety of things. It's, uh, I don't know, I, I just really like it. So anyway, the excerpt is um, called I Realized, and it's by the editor who collected the different uh, poems and such in the book. Her name is Kayla Parker, if you care or will remember. I realized I was a woman, or more precisely at the time, a girl. The day in first grade, I noticed boys were looking at my dress when I was on the monkey bars. I started wearing shorts under my dresses. I now prefer pants. I realized I liked other women when I was 19 and noticed I was heartbroken when my friend who burned a hole in my jacket with her clove cigarette the year before, was no longer in school. So this is just the beginning of her reflection on her identity as um, a queer woman. So from her experience, and I think if you think back on your own experiences, we can see how stories and relationships get tied up with the clothes that we're wearing. We often remember the way that something happened because of the clothes that we were wearing or that something happened when we were wearing particular clothes. 
Think about some of your strongest memories, and I bet you can remember what you were wearing when they happened. Your favorite comfy t-shirt that you wear when you're homesick. The sweater that your grandmother knitted for you. Or your grandfather. Or maybe your cousin. In our minds, our clothes become an extension of our bodies. Kind of makes sense because they're the only things between our skin and the rest of the world. They become the way that we interact, form relationships, communicate with others. I noticed this particularly the other day when I was watching an episode of um, CBS's show Bull, um, which I kind of watch because it's got Michael Weatherly on it and he's on NCIS and NCIS is like my favorite thing in the world. Um, so they were talking about clothes and how what you wear sends messages. And they went through kind of this little two-minute scene where they describe what each person's wardrobe says about who they are and the message they want to present to the world. So one of the characters wears clothes that are meant to convey that she's a hipster, and she's a, a hacker and, you know, kind of... A, anti-authority. Um, but Bull says that all the clothes that she wears actually say about her is that she wants to be seen as unique and individual, just like everybody else who wears the same clothes. And because it's a TV show, to emphasize this point, they have another character, nameless character, walk by in basically the same outfit. And you're like, huh, that's funny, because you're wearing the same clothes that are supposed to show your individuals. And then they analyze Bull's clothes. And he's got on a very nice high-end suit, nice white shirt, pressed tie, well done. And they say... I lost my place, give me a second. Where'd it go? They show that these clothes... The clothes show that he wants to be a chameleon that he wants to, because they either allow him to stick out, because he's got these nice clothes, well-pressed, he clearly knows what he's doing, but on the other end, they're not drawing attention to him, like it's a, a gray suit or a black suit or a navy suit, plain tie, it's not brightly patterned or anything. So it allows him to be either the center of attention, or, you know, kind of, a wallflower nobody notices, depending on how he's acting and what he's doing on top of that. So I'm sure you've noticed that I'm currently, you know, wearing a suit and the collar and dress shoes and all of this. And many of you know this is not my typical attire. Um, I tend to go more on the casual side of things, the shorts, the polo shirt, the jeans. Um, I don't really like the jacket or the tie. Bow ties are a little better just because they don't flap. The tie flapping is what really gets to me. So I, I'd rather just be comfortable. I don't 
put a whole lot of stock in labels or fashion or anything like that, which again is in its own way my fashion statement, my message that I'm conveying to the world. And I don't like this. So why am I wearing this? Why, while Joey was gone, did I wear the collar and the robe and do the whole, like, sleeves and all of that? Um, you might wonder why. I might wonder why. I have an idea, so we'll see what you think about my idea. I think it's the same reason that I wear slacks and a dress shirt and a tie for an interview, even if it's a phone interview where I'm not actually going to see the person I'm talking to. The clothes that I wear change the way I feel about myself, which then changes the way that I act, which changes the way that I act in community and the relationships that I form. This is true even on top of the way that I engage in community just by the act of putting clothing on and the styles I choose, the people who've made it, the stores I shop at, the logos and graphics, etc. So I say something just by the clothing choice and then in the way that the clothing choice influences, you know, how I feel about myself, that changes the way that I am in community. So back to Paul and the Ephesians. Paul's talking about armor. I'm talking about clothes. You might think these are two pretty different things. I don't know how different they actually are. I mean, we even talk about clothes being a sort of armor. Um, I know for me, my posture changes when I've got the, the nice dress shirt and the, the jacket, the jacket especially. Jackets are really, really restrictive in how you can move kind of force you to do the good posture thing. Um, kind of like armor does. But so I was doing some reading on this, this section in Paul's letter, and part of it pointed out the place where it appears is about practical advice about living in community. And then another part of it pointed out that the armor that Paul describes is not the armor of a hero. It's not the armor of a soldier or a warrior. They, they put most of this on the, the sword that Paul describes. Um, and they say it's actually more like the armor of a peacekeeper. Somebody doing their level best every day to keep the community safe, to break up fights, to help people cross in front of the chariots, to ensure that the community keeps on keeping on. It's like the uniform that a doctor or an EMT or a firefighter or animal control or a waiter or a pastor might wear. It helps the community to know what to expect from the wearer and how to engage with them. Which made me think about another show. Clearly we can see what I do when I'm not here working. <laughs> Um, that I recently watched. So my roommates and I have been watching The Walking Dead. Um, we're trying to get caught up so that we are ready to go for the new season. 
I don't want any spoilers. We only just finished the we're like a season away from the end of season, an episode away from the end of season five. So I feel pretty safe in bringing this up because you know it was almost two years ago. So if you haven't seen it by now, you're kind of open for spoilers, I think. Um, so there's these two characters, Rick and Michonne, who are kind of leading this group that's gotten to another community, the Alexandria community. And they're made the kind of the constables for this community, even though they've just joined. And there's this sort of interesting, it's not one scene, it's two or three scenes where you see them sort of cleaning themselves af up after having been on the road and they get in the sheriff's jackets and the, the boots and the badge and um, you sort of get to see how this, ch again, changes how they're thinking about themselves and how it changes both how their group that they've been on the road with and the group in the community sort of see them. Um, It brings both, kind of both sides of the community together in a, a way that wouldn't have happened if they hadn't changed what they were wearing. And provides them a certain amount of power and authority that they didn't have before this. Just by virtue of the uniform that they're wearing. So back to Paul and the Ephesians. Paul's talking, like I said, about what it means to be part of a community. It's about how the, the section's about how the community includes Christians everywhere, not just this group of church Christian members in Ephesus, but throughout the world. They're brought together not by the literal clothes, but by the figurative clothing of Christ that they wear and the way in which this clothing and their prayers allows them to support one another. The metaphor of the armor, clothing, or uniform is a way to talk about the connections between the community, whether that's the community in the past, the present, or the future. So when you put on your clothes, or your armor, or your uniform, or whatever you have that serves as this reminder of your connection with the community, it becomes a reminder that you can't rem ignore the community that you're a part of, and that you're called, maybe even expected, to pray for the community, because your prayers are an expression of the love that's holding the community together, in the same way that your clothes are an expression of what you want to say to the community about yourself. It's through your prayers that you're strengthened and that you strengthen others. At some point, the physical reminder of the armor might be unnecessary, but until then, remember as you put it on that you have been clothed in Christ. <laughs>